You just tuned in to Top 5 by Zoe, the admirer of airtight flows, minor chord progressions, and intricate bass lines. This podcast is for my new listeners and prisoners and them jealous rap cats that prefer dissing us. And I can't forget the OGs that know me, the GOATs, my fellow music lovers, and most importantly, whoever you are, wherever you are in this musical journey. Um, introduce yourself to the people them again, which your at name and where you're from. Rude Boy Ruga at... Rude Boy Ruga on Instagram, Twitter, all across the board. Uh, R-U-D-E-B-O-Y-R-U-G-E-R, like the gun, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, from Connecticut, Hartford area, mm-hmm. Windsor, Hartford. Big X is so shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. You were on the first episode of Top 5, season one. Mm-hmm. And it it was like really just like a pull-up like conversation type thing. But now I actually get to have a one-on-one with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so tell, let's start off with like telling people about yourself and like what made you fall in love with music? Um, music just like, it was always around. Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, I didn't grow up listening to rap like that. It wasn't really a thing in my house because like my parents were from the Caribbean Mm -hmm. and my mother, like she wasn't having that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. She She was was not having "Mm -mm." it. I mean, her only like reference was, uh, Biggie and Pac, Mm. you know, you know what happened with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially but, um, in the 90s. Music was always being played, like soca, reggae, like oldies. My father was actually a drummer, mm. but I found out later in uh, life. But, um, oh, interesting. So, like, music, it was always around, mm. you know, but I didn't decide to, like, when I knew I wanted to rap, I think it was, uh, I saw the Rough Riders Anthem video. Whoa, yeah. 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 That, that, <laughs> those iconic first few yeah. notes. And it's, it's funny because it's like, DMX is like the reason why I started rapping, but my really? shit sounds nothing like his his music. Interesting. What mm-hmm. about DMX made you feel like I want to do what he's doing? The energy, like you were just raw, like you know, just like it was like he really like shaped like the first couple years of my life with like writing music and shit, mm. or whatever you want to call it, writing music at eight years old. <laughs> but um, that's still talented. I guess. I mean, I'm eight years old trying to emulate DMX. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a tall order, but. Exactly. <laughs> like, so you could imagine the shit I was talking about, you know? <laughs> but, um, trying to steal my juice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like, it was just like his energy and just, just it, like, how real he was about himself, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Like, you know, like, he knew his demons and he knew, like, the good in him, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but, um, after that, it was uh, Nelly, which probably makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, I can see it a little bit. The it's, melody, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, you, um, you having some folks? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, you made a post on IG that, like, the caption was, like, captivated me. Um, it said, three things I know. One, experimentation is key. Mm-hmm. Two, weird works. Mm-hmm. And three, Space Jam is a classic. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I want to focus on one and two mostly. Two, okay. um, tell us why these things are key for a new artist especially and how you found these out. Um, well, with number one, experimentation, I'm just like a... I guess they go hand in hand. I was about to say I'm, like, I'm a weird person, so mm-hmm. like I try a lot of different shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's how you figure out what works for you, I guess. So like with me, like I, I listen to like a lot of different music, not just dance hall or rap. Like I, I listen to 
fucking like Little Dragon is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know about They're them. Fire, but, like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know. So Adele, fucking, I really like like oh god, you got seventies rock. Like oh like, okay, like classics, like fucking like Pink Floyd and mm-hmm. and, and uh, the Doors and shit like that. Like I can see that for something you. about it. Like I like it, you know. And they were very weird and experimental. Mm-hmm. And like you also got to be able to like just. Take your cool off, especially when you're creating, like, you know, mm-hmm. like people like will sit there and watch me record. Like I hit a lot of high notes and I can't fucking sing for shit. <laughs> so like I'll be telling them like, yo, like just chill. Like you can't see the vision right now, mm-hmm. but as soon as I'm done and you hear it, like you're gonna see it, you know? Yeah. So like in the moment is they're like, <laughs> but then I press play with the speakers on it, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. So like you just gotta try things and see what works and then go from there, really. What would you, what advice would you give, aside from those two points, like, in terms of finding your way, like, what are some things that you do to, in your process of recording that are maybe a little bit unconventional? Um, just listen to myself. Mm. Do what works for me. Like, obviously, you got to see what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, it starts with you. you know? So just, just block out anything else. Like, I used to listen to, like, what a lot of other people would say about my shit mm. and then try to, like, make it for them so they would like it. But it's like, if I don't like it, then fuck is the point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just listen to yourself, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm learning that, too, like, in podcasting because it's kind of hard to... You want to make things for people to like because, like, obviously, like, you're doing it for mm-hmm. consumption right but then at the same time it's like you kind of got to trust your creative instinct in right, a way, right right my thing is is like if i can't you know how i know a song like works mm-hmm. i can't stop playing it mm-hmm. you know for saying? your own song for my own shit mm-hmm. so like like if i if i make a song and i'm like oh that's cool i don't play it more than like three times it ain't the one mm-hmm. so like for me to know it's the one, like I can't even get past like the the, the intro. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? I, like, yo, those be those <laughs> yeah, ones though. Like yeah. once you get past, like when you get to thirty seconds, like up, oh, let me you start gotta pull that shit back up. Yeah, like, you know, so that's yeah. how that's how I know. And I'll do that like twenty times. It's like mm. smoke a spliff and just like boom, run that back, run that back. Mm-hmm. Get to like halfway through the second verse, not nah, run that shit back. Mm. Yeah, I was I was going in. Sometimes I look at it like yo, that's not even me. Wow. You know, like I get I, I surprise myself a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll say that. Dope. Let's play a quick little game. Okay. Um, it's very simple. It's one's gotta go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you a list of five different acts, and you have to tell me which one has to go and why. Okay. Okay. So the first one, I'm gonna do groups. It's gonna be Wu Tang, N.W.A., Griselda, G Unit, and Tribe Called Quest. I make it hard for you. <laughs> well, something y'all know about Ruger is that he <laughs> listens to so many different music, yeah, like different yeah. music. So I know this is gonna be tough for him. Niggas gonna be mad, but I'm, I'm gonna have to take the tribe out. And why? Even though Tribe is my favorite rap group next to G Unit, so I'm a little offended. But because <laughs> I like I like that hood shit. Like you know, like I'm sorry. Like not saying that. Tribe Called Quest ain't on that type of time because they obviously come from that environment. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, I want to hear some grimy shit. It made me, like, like you said G-Unit, right? Mm-hmm. G-Unit bring me back to mixtape days, mm-hmm. you know? Griselda is just, like, it made me want to get some money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, like, 
not not get money, but it's like it remind me that I'm like hustling right now. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. NWA. I was a little too too young to like appreciate this shit, but it's like at the end of the day, like NWA. Mm-hmm. You know. And who was the first one? Um, Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wu Tang. Like, <laughs> ain't going nowhere. Like. Yeah. Okay. Like, shout out to Tribe Called Quest though. Like. Yes, my icon. Rest in peace, five. <laughs> yes, for a fact. Um, next one. The last last time you were here, your top five was Vibes Cartel, mm-hmm. Two Chains, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Max B, mm-hmm. and Hove. Mm-hmm. One's got to go. <sighs> Cartel staying. Period. Like ain't going nowhere. That's, <laughs> that's, that's facts. Um. Yes, my Capricorn brother. I just found out he's a Capricorn, yeah. so like my life is changed. <laughs> Big Cap. Oh, uh, I'm gonna take our hope, man. Hove? Why? Wow, you just really just came here to offend me today. Nah, huh? not either. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna take our hope because he he's he transcended any list you could put him in. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like. Wow, you took wow, you had a yeah, good out. Yeah, that was a good like out. come on, he the goat, like you know, not saying anybody else isn't, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna just take him out of that. But I will say this though. Mm-hmm. You ain't asked about the top five, I'm gonna put currency back in for the top five because it's like you gotta show. Okay. Like spitter. Yeah, spitter. I love some spitter. Yeah. And for this one, I'm gonna just put some top charting reggae artists. Okay. So <laughs> I have Bob Marley, mm-hmm. Buju Banton, mm-hmm. Barris Hammond, mm-hmm. Barrington Levy, mm-hmm. and Sean Paul. Sean Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one. I rock, I fuck with Sean Paul though, but like, come on, like I, I next like, to the names you listed is yeah, like, it's like iconic. You know? But it's interesting to Sean Paul. You know, had the hits. No, nah, Sean Paul. Like, yo, people don't give Sean Paul enough credit for what he's done. Just like for like Caribbean music in general. Like, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like collaborating with like Latino artists now and shit. Yep. But um, anybody who really listens to dance hall, like mm-hmm. no offense to Sean Paul, they don't really listen to Sean Paul. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> you might hear like "Give Me the Light" or "Get Busy in a Party," be like the first verse, <laughs> and that's in like a throwback mix or something. No, that's you know? true. But, like niggas don't really like bump Sean Paul. I will say this though: I heard him on the Dumpling Remix. Oh, he kind of he kind of snapped on that shit, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I need that. to get back into my dance hall because, like, I feel like two two night, like, what was it, two thousand nine, two thousand eight? That was legit, like, the time that I was like into like dance hall heavy. That's when Cartel was running, yes, shit. and I was legit, <laughs> like, I was in high school. And all I would date is West Indians, mm-hmm. and like literally, I know all the rhythms and everything. And I was like, mm-hmm. "What's Yo. your favorite rhythm?" I can't, I can't place one right now. I can't. Um, what was the um? Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's like, "Why am I gonna top this?" Yeah, one planet, one planet. I think it's like Sherwin Winchester, and I think um, who else did a a, a song on it? Can't think of it at the moment, but anyway. If you're talking uh, about Sherwin, that's a that's a that's probably a soca rhythm then. Probably, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but speaking of dance hall, like <sighs> I'll ask a bit like of a controversial question. Like, how do you see the current landscape of dance hall and reggae um at the moment? And who do you think ushered in dance hall right now? 
right now who ushered it like for the new generation mm-hmm. like what's being done right now cartel mm-hmm. like like uh like people are just starting to realize like his impact on like um like the music mm-hmm. outside of like the dance hall community mm-hmm. or like like west indian community but um from like 08 till about now mm-hmm. he's been running shit yeah. you know so like you gotta think about how long that's been and he's been around before that too yeah but and he also got factor in the fact this man's been locked up since that 2010 or 11. Yeah, nobody is doing you know what i'm saying and still doing. like number like he just dropped the album the other day yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yep, like just yep. running shit so it's it's crazy the like you said the run that he's been on it's mm-hmm. almost like drake ish but yeah. like in terms of being on top of that genre for so so long long and with so much like stacked against him too and, yeah. and getting better with time like, exactly you know? and like it you still hear a song you still want to hear what he has to say mm-hmm. like it's just it's incredible honestly yeah. um i mean his situation is really unfortunate but like it's interesting that he's still allowed to put out so much music yeah. that he has this much clout to be like in pr- literally in prison <laughs> and just like, okay, yep, yeah. I'm putting out songs, have Instagram, like running Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be wearing Clarks in prison, like, like, <laughs> like clean. Just, wow. Yeah. I I don't know. But God, um who do you think besides Cartel, who do you think is holding down the culture? Like who are you listening to right now? Uh, I listen to like a lot of different artists and a lot of them actually like have like issues with cartel but my thing mm-hmm. is like I just like good music so, right like I'm not afraid to like listen to like a Movado song or an Alkaline song I, I fuck with Alkaline I feel like if I love him Alkaline. and cartel could put their differences yeah. aside like they could make some heat you know because there's times where like I hear like a, a, a war song by Alkaline I listen to a lot of like the war songs mm-hmm. like, not so much the girl songs just <laughs> I, li- I like the gunman songs you know? i do i can tell <laughs> but um like i'll hear like a like a, a alkaline song where he's like going at cartel or whoever the case may be and it's like i wonder when they listen to it, it's like yo like they're like yo like he kind of went in with this one you know because mm-hmm. like, it's, it's lyrics like it's people don't really understand because like the 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 dialect i guess is different Battle, but it's like yeah. when you when you like really Look at what they're saying. Like these niggas is barring it out. You know That's true. I will never, I will never debate that dancehall reggae rapper. Like they really rap, rap, mm-hmm. rap. Like they will really have bars. And I think it, like you said, it's the dialectal differences. It's yeah. the patois. Like if you don't understand it, then you don't, un, you don't really see right, or right. you don't feel it. Right. But sometimes I listen to it. I'm like, yo, like, and that's not saying that I'm no patois up and down because i'm not caribbean mm-hmm. but like i've grew up around a lot of um any island you can mm-hmm, name i've mm-hmm. grown up with them but it's just interesting just to hear like how they put things together and put words together and then with the rhythms and mm-hmm. it's just so it's so layered like yeah. um recently like a lot of people been like you know listening to like uk dance hall and grime and all those things like how do you feel about that type of music i fuck with it that shit is hard like yeah i think that's like the closest fusion we have to like rap in like dance hall that is caribbean music in general like the way a lot of like grime artists flow was like similar to like how a lot of dance hall artists would like flow back in the day like mm-hmm. like like in 06 like like those hard stephen mcgregor rhythms like mm-hmm. when they were like just come with like the crazy like 
bouncy but like multi multi syllable flows and shit. Like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of UK artists have that like yeah. like that little bounce to it. Mm-hmm. Like they found a way to integrate that where like American artists haven't really found a way to do it. I think it's not that they don't try to, it's just the production is different. Yeah. And the culture is different. You know, like West Indian culture is a lot more celebrated out there than it is out here. Mm. For some reason I feel like. At least like like on the more, master scale you know what i'm saying because like you go to middle america nobody's playing fucking bears hammond on a sunday you know? trust me i've there's sometimes i've traveled and i've been like yo i wish they would just play some like some dance hall or something right. like that. and you just realize how especially in new york like we're so like integrated mm-hmm. and like we listen to different types of music especially like reggae or dance hall like that's in our party like right, no matter right. if you go into even if you go to africa party you hear afro beats you still still gonna hear some mm-hmm. dance hall or like the other way around so yeah you're definitely right about that mm-hmm. i feel like south london and all they those sounds it, yeah. yeah like they got it. i love that shit yeah um so where do you see since we're like in 2020 where do you see um <clears throat> hip-hop and rap and dance hall going this decade do you see it like fusing more together for sure for sure i see it especially with like drake doing what he's doing mm-hmm. uh he's making it possible for like um somebody like me to like you know do both mm-hmm. you know because before before he was doing before even like the singing and rapping shit like nobody was really doing that he kind of introduced that mm. and now he's like you know he did it with the the dance hall back in like um like controller days yeah, and shit. 2011, so like, you know, I it kinda so. like mm-hmm. you know, gave a lot of people the green light. Mm. And me personally, like I kinda shied away from it for a little bit because one, I'm not Jamaican. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Trini and Bajan. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if you know anything about like the islands, it's kinda like a like a separatist mentality where it's like Jamaicans feel they better than Trinis, Trinis feel they better than Bajans, Bajans feel they better than Grenadians, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. right? So like I don't know, like me, I love dance hall culture and i grew up around mad jamaican so like i don't got no no problem you know? right but um me making it i know like a lot of like family members probably be like oh, i don't make a soca song or i don't oh, do this and it's like interesting. I, I don't i don't be in fetch like that like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i like and i like lyrics i'm not a jump in wine and drink rum type of person mm. like you know like but i will say this there's a dance hall scene like versioning in trinidad right now and they mm. making some higher and that kind of that's that's how i ended up making drummers mm. you know when i seen that i was like all right let me let me let me take a whack at this shit because i listen yeah. to dance hall every day like that's the one thing i listen to every day like not even rap mm. you know there's not a day that goes by where i don't play one cartel song mm-hmm. one sizzler song like mm-hmm. it you know what i'm saying so i was like let me let me find a rhythm let me see if i could like freak it real quick and then I did that, sent it to my bro. He was like, nah, son, this shit mad. Yo, <laughs> Ruga let me listen to drummers, and I told him, I wrote him, like, I was like, when you drop this, this is <laughs> one, yo. Like, I could not stop listening to it, and I was just like, wow, this is, I haven't felt like that about, like, a dancehall song in a long time, and not saying that, in no offense or anything, because I haven't really gone to look back to listen to a lot of dancehall right now, because, like, I guess I'm, like, more in the R&B phase when I go through phases. But that is that one. Like, I know one when I hear it. Like, I'm like, this is a tune. So 
what else do you got coming? Like, what what are we anticipating a project? Are we just doing some singles for right now? Uh, just singles. Uh, no, no projects for right now. I need to I need to build my name. Mm. Um, you know, I want I want I wanted to get it to a point where like people are demanding a project mm. and where I'm not just like putting it out because you know projects is expensive. You know, uh, like yeah. people don't really realize that how much goes into like making a project, even like a five track EP, like. Dry Clean only cost me about, like, two racks to do. Mm. Just, like, over the time span that I did it, you know? It was dope, though. Thank you. I enjoyed Thank it you. a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, What does success look like to you, like, for you, I should say? Uh, Doing what I said I wanted to do and whatever that means. Like, it doesn't even mean, like, it's, it doesn't have to be monetary or, like, like uh, materialistic or whatever, you know? Like, if I say that I want to... Like, cause you know I juice and shit. Mm-hmm. So if I say like I want to like have my own juice brand in like two three years, like I was successful uh, successful with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's how I kind of measure success, cause it like it helps me take the pressure off myself. Mm. Cause I remember when I was like twenty, I had like this little um little fake affirmation or like mantra, whatever you want to call it, and it was a uh, not fake, not fake, but like I wasn't doing the work. But as much work as I should have mm. to like you know make it real but like I used to say uh on tour by 24 worldwide by 25 mm-hmm. you know but my actions didn't match my words mm-hmm. and by the time I hit 24 I wasn't on tour mm-hmm. by the time I hit 25 definitely wasn't worldwide mm-hmm. so like I was beating myself up about that shit but it was just like nigga this is hard work that you're doing like look at what you're doing look at where you are though like compared mm-hmm. to like where you've been Years before that, mm-hmm. you're doing pretty good. Like, give yourself a break. How you know? do you know? Ew. <laughs> you don't ask a lady sorry, her age, sorry. but I, Ruger, don't, I can I don't. ask you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be 30 in March. I'm going to be 30 in March. Yeah. See, well, look, you are in a good space and I enjoy your music. I think, like you said, the, some keys are to enjoy your own music yeah. and enjoy your journey. Like, you know, so. I feel like you're on the right path, honestly. I think so, too. I feel like now I'm just now starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I came into this shit. Like, I dropped my first project when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? Uh, Like, what it sound like or what was it like making it? Both. S- sounds terrible. I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> to tell you the name I used to go by. I got, I got I about, like, know. I got a whole discography under that name. Like, at least, like, a good... Eight or nine projects. Wait, you can't disclose it? I want to know nope. so bad. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll send you the last two because they were fire. Like, okay. They're like pretty much like the the, the foundation of what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. But anything before that, <laughs> nah. But um, I look at that period as just like, um, like a test run, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it took a lot financially and time-wise, like I had to go through that to get to where I am now, like. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about experimentation, like the shit I was doing back then, I had like rock and roll songs, mm. R and B songs, like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. dance hall songs back then. Like I was doing everything, but I think it was just too all over the place for people, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And mm. I, I don't think I knew who I was either. Yeah, you know, I think I got a better like idea of who I am today. What took you onto that journey, or like how did you come into finding who you are as a person, as a persona? Um. Just time you just start you just live really like just just living like and figuring out you know some things aren't what you thought they were whether that's good or bad like you just got experience shit mm-hmm. and then 
through time, like you find a way to like convey that message better. Mm-hmm. Like really and truly, like the content hasn't changed since I first started. It's just the delivery has changed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a lot more accessible too. Like I used to, back then, I used to want to be like the best rapper. Like I used to try to fucking like pen a Kendrick verse, but it's like I can't do that because Kendrick is Kendrick and right. I'm me, you know. Right. But like I would like put that pressure on myself and like the niggas I was like rhyming with back then too, dumb nice. So it was like I had to like really have like a strong pen game. But I'm not really not to say I'm not a lyricist. Cause I definitely got bars. I was gonna say I've I've <laughs> heard some bars. Oh, I got bars for sure. Yeah, but like they're not conventional bars. Mm. You know, like my bars would definitely go over somebody's head if they're not really listening. Cause mm-hmm. like if the melody doesn't distract you, the beat's gonna distract you. But if you like just like just read what I'm saying, it's like yo, this nigga actually like saying some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, I just I think I just like took the pressure off myself and just was like, man, just just. Do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, just do you. That's important. Yeah. Um, So this is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And what does Black History Month mean to you in terms of music or in terms of anything? It means it's fucking lit. <laughs> For 29 yeah. days this year because yes. we got a leap year. Lit. I know. know. So we got an extra day to be extra black. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. I was um watching that Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown clip where mm-hmm. it was like, Black History Month needs to be the whole damn year, whatever they said. But yeah, that's I mean, too. <laughs> if we get a month, fuck it. Like, let's just let's turn that month up. You know, like mm-hmm. of course it would give us the coldest month out the year. Mm-hmm. Like, who about <laughs> right. to turn up in February? But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they could handle it. Like you know, that's why we have Black Music Month in June, but we have you Black see? History you see? Month in, in February. But, um, I just, I'm black, so it's just like you mm-hmm. know, like. It's good for me either way, like, and when I say I'm black, I know it's like a lot of West Indian people don't even like to associate that shit mm. with themselves. It's like, nigga, you black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you Trinidadian or, or, or Guyanese or whatever, that don't mean you not black. You just black with a little spice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little seasoning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sasson. Yeah. But like, a police car, a police pull you over. And say, oh, black male, this, that, and third. You can't say, I'm not black. I'm, I'm this. <laughs> no, nigga, you black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck what you, you just black with an accent. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, like I feel like that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like, it's African at the end of the day. We all came from fucking Africa. Mm-hmm. So like, that's how I look at it. Like, I'm, a, I'm an African first. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then like, Trini and Beijing second, and mm-hmm. then black third. Yeah. Like, African first. I, I definitely agree. You know, it's, it's a layered mentality and like it's systematic in a way mm-hmm. and like not to be all get all deep on it. But like, you know, I definitely believe in the diaspora and like mm-hmm. all of us, you know, just connecting and being one and just embracing our culture together. Yeah. Like, I don't like the separatist mentality. Yeah, because, you know, everybody else don't like us already. So like, well, I'm gonna hate you for it. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you ain't do nothing to me. Like, no. I feel like. What I will say, and I don't know if people will agree or not, but, like, I definitely, like, empathize with, like, African-Americans a lot more mm. just because the fact that they really did, like, wipe out any, like, African culture in America. Like, at least, like, people in the Caribbean still have, like, some kind of point of reference to mm-hmm. where, like, like crop over and carnival and all that. That's, like, mm-hmm. it goes back to when, like, the slaves were, like, freed and shit. So, like, they still had, like, 
some African roots and shit so they could like bang on their drums and steel pan and all of that shit, you know? But like out here, it's like all of that shit was just wiped. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like I don't I don't fault them for like, you know, not being able to fucking, you know, enjoy some of the things that we do. Not saying enjoy, because like they definitely can. Like mm-hmm. there's no like ban on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like they were kind of like the same thing, like black African Americans were like cheated of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like No, I agree with you yeah. a thousand percent. Like rec- last year I did my ancestry test because like, you know, like I'm black American and like my grandparents are like from the South. Like mm-hmm. it, that's all I know. So yeah. I don't know. Like I admire like in the same way you're saying, I admire Caribbean culture in that way because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you guys have something to go like if you don't like you identify with black culture and you could go back to your country and be like, yo, I have this, that and the right. third at home. Like we have this type of culture. So it's like a little more layered mm-hmm. than us. Like it's just like, OK, like we have Southern culture <laughs> like that's as far as it goes yeah. sometimes. But no, that's a great point that you mentioned. It's all the same shit because it's like collard greens, collard loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Like that's how I look at Period. it. Like, you know, it's all. It's all our shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, nobody should be trying to divide nothing up among us. It's like, bro, like, you black, I'm black. Mm-hmm. That's that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, come to everybody's favorite part of the show where I'm going to do your top five a little differently. Let's see how I okay. can say. I'm going to give you two, and you're going to do them quickly. Let's mm-hmm. see. First, I'm going to say... Who are your top five favorite dancehall reggae artists and why? Huh, okay, so you know Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> Number no one. No Cartel. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> yes. Because that man is just fucking genius. I swear, <laughs> like, he would yes. just Musical say genius, shit. Honestly. That you like, it's like literally like YouTube videos of like, top 10 lyrics that you had to Google because Cartel said it and you didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Mm. And he would still find a way to make make sense of it, you know? Mm. I need to watch that. Yeah, but like him, he just... <sighs> he just like crazy. And like, the first time I heard him was on the Casablanca rhythm. That was um like in 04, 03 maybe. Mm-hmm. And anybody who know this song or know that rhythm know like the song. Like the iconic line that like stuck with me was like, Push your head up and now your mother pussy like dump. Yeah, big up Buju Bantan. When boy, I kick like Jackie Chanova Hanka. I was like, yo, yeah, this nigga really he, said that. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? He definitely has those yeah. um, punchlines that make you be like, like whoa, did he say yeah. that? And then as a me, like, I'm like, okay, am I not understanding the patch? <laughs> no, it's just cartel. Like, that's just the in, like shit. the meanest insult ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, he's just like, he can go from. Gun song to girl song to ganja song to mm-hmm. to 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 separation song. Very versatile. All on the same rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like it's not foreign for him to like do two or three songs on one rhythm. Yeah. But after Cartel, uh, Popcon, mm-hmm. you know, Cartel Protege, like yep. Gaza Forever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Poppy just got fucking the style. Like a lot of times, like for me, like when I play music, like certain songs. Like, it's not dance hall, but, uh, like, Playboy Cardi. I play that shit when I want to get dressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the time and place for everything. So, yeah. Like, PopCon is, like, when I'm about to touch the road, but I'm feeling clean. Like Yeah, no. PopCon makes me <laughs> you feel like you want to yeah. 
fix your collar yeah, a little bit. You yeah. know, just get it real clean and just like have you a big ass spliff. Have your drink and just like, you know, feel like you you got it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like the vibe. Yeah. yeah. So after PopCon, I would say Damian Marley. Mm-hmm. Damian people be sleep on him, but like, nah, he's like a true lyricist, like big, big lyricist. Yeah. Um who else? Um, he does dance hall music, but I would consider Sizzler more of like a like a culture artist. Mm-hmm. But like, definitely Sizzler. Like he, um, that's that's how I kind of like balance it out. When I go on my little gunman song spree, like mm-hmm. I'll you know run some Sizzler, show us the way, good ways, mm-hmm. got over us, shit like that. You know, yeah. just to like kind of humble myself real quick and just like get back in touch with reality. You know, because I'm yeah. not out here like you know doing no kind of badness or whatever like you know yeah so like i could hold a mess to that but like sizzler he'll definitely get on some like gunman shit too but yeah for the most he has part, a lot of conscious yeah but me. that that's what that's why i like uh sizzler and number five who would i say number five hmm. i'm gonna just say i'm gonna say governor okay he he's still a little new but like I'll fuck with Govy. Like, you want to talk about that's what I was gonna say in the top five. Okay, yeah, yeah, because 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 Governor makes some real, real gallus music. And if you're gallus, <laughs> you know, everything he's saying is true. I ain't saying I'm a gallus, I'm just saying I'm, I'm starting to think a little differently. <laughs> I just know, you know, who feels it knows, mm, you know, so yeah, it's one of them, one of them yeah, things. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I can feel it, but not, I'm not necessarily you about know, that. Like, oh, okay, yeah, mm. I'm not a gallus, I'm, I'm a good guy, I'm chiller. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want us to think. I mean, you know. And the second top five is gonna be your music so My far. Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your oh. top five songs that you've made that I've made. Mm-hmm. Oof. A lot of them you haven't heard yet. Mm. So one, tell us what to look out for. Put it on the list. All right. Well, before I even go to my top five list, I'm gonna name off my first four singles. Mm-hmm. Number one is Chopping Chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is uh, Drummers. Mm-hmm. Number three is Hope Dealer. And number four is Tell Ya. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a lot of diversity within those four songs right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, my top five from my, per- my, my songs, uh, there's one song that I have that's not done yet or not out yet called Cynic. Mm. That song is like, uh, it reminds me of... Uh, back home like like connecticut Hartford, connecticut and that's a dance hall record but um it's basically saying like you know it touches on like um just being driven to a point where it's like you don't really trust anybody mm. but like the people that you do trust like you really ride for them like you know what i mean so like the hook is if i are in the left me so in it i'm on our boss like but them not live it Mm-hmm. I'll quickly sell you out in a minute. Blood, and I might try some time, man, in a cynic. Mm-hmm. Full speed, me no business, but take it if we have to make a step in the unknown civic. Now, but I try life with him, and then we're not green it. Come on, my feet, ball, and pray for your spirit. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's like, good. But the shit is I, like. I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> no, that shit fire, I'm bruh. sure. So that one, my niggas love that one. Um. You have a lot of prolific lyrics, by the way. Like, you think when I listen to it, yeah. <laughs> Some of the things, like like you said, it will go over your head if you don't listen to it. But like, I, I'm gonna be feeling it. Okay. Uh, the most, which is off a of dry clean only. Mm-hmm. The reason why that's 
one of my favorite songs because that song wasn't supposed to happen. Mm. It wasn't planned to happen. It was supposed to happen, but like without me knowing. Mm. So um, I was in the studio one day. This one I was actually recording in the studios and shit. And um, it was me, my nigga Bones, my nigga Q, and my boy John. I just say boy because he white. <laughs> but shout out John, John Ford Duncan, that's my shout guy. Shout out to John. Yeah. Johnny boy, Uncle Johnny. But um <laughs> Yeah, so I had banged out like two joints. Then I was getting ready to go on the third. And um I sent the engineer the beat. He starts playing the uh, the beat. I'm like, why are you playing this? And he was like, This is what you sent me. I'm like, No, it's not. Mm. But let it rock. Because <laughs> I heard the beat before, but like, I kind of like forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like I was still writing because I don't, I don't write like physically write or like just even like type on the phone for that matter. I kind of just like feel it and voice it. Mm. But at the time before I had my own setup, I had no choice but to write because I can't just take that time to like experiment when I'm paying for like studio time. Mm. So like yeah. a lot of that's important. A lot of the songs, if not. Yeah, four out of the five songs were written for Dry Clean only. The mm-hmm. most was the only one that I did, like, on the spot. Wow. Yeah, and, like, I heard it, and I was like, nah, like, let me just big, dank, rolling, big, bang, never falling, lay that part down. I was like, put that right there, and then I started building a song around that. Like, that's how I really create. Like, I don't, I don't like to write. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I feel like I've done enough writing in my life. I've been writing rhymes since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Turning 30. Hey, one so. take, Ruga. <laughs> Definitely ain't one take. <laughs> Definitely ain't one take. It's probably like a thousand takes, but like you gotta it, get it, no, get it right. You it's know? true. But yeah, so that's that song came out like that, and and I was just proud of myself because like, you know, it reminded me that I could still like just go in and not have to like put nothing on on like a like a tablet or anything. It's like, bro, you still got this shit, you know. Mm. And uh, when I got my own setup, I got right back to it and started making my own music. How I make it, you know, just filling it out like drummers. Didn't write that. Chopping chicken. Didn't write that. Mm. Fucking anything you hear going forward, it just came from here straight to the microphone. Wow. Yeah. Um, number three, millions, millions, millions. <laughs> that one too. Cause um, millions is a vibe. Yeah. That's 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 when I that's when I um, I I I step back into my Ruga role because mm. people who don't know me. Like when they seen that I was going by like Rude Boy Ruga or Ruga in general, like it was kind of like shocking to them. Mm. But it's like anybody who knows me knows that I've been going by that name since I was like in high school. Like even on my first mixtape cover, like I got the tattoo that says Ruga like mm. on my arm. What's the name of the mixtape? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to you catch, catch me lacking? Just, just checking. Just yeah, checking. but um, like even with like a different name back then, like mm. I was still like niggas around the way like. Real good, like, da-da-da. like anybody that would call me by the other name, I knew they knew me through music, mm. you know. But millions is when I like jump back into it, and and um, like my niggas, like they really be like outside, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like when I get on that type of time, they love it because yeah. like they know yeah, me. It they feel, it feel like yeah, that. they know I can match that because like we all like come from the same place, came up together. But like me is just like I'm a lot more um. I don't want to say like civil because I could definitely act up if I want to, but like I just like music was always like my savior, like, mm-hmm. you know. So like I didn't have to like run the streets as crazy as they did. I was definitely out there with them, you mm-hmm. know. Like, but I always had that balance. So when I did that, when I did millions, 
I sent it to them. It was like, oh, nah, nigga. Like, that's what the fuck we need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, like the second verse, like, yeah, my bros serving fiends. Did you scale shit? Whoop me. Get that Glock in his reach. Like, every time that shit come on, like, one of my bros in particular, like, he cranked that shit loud. <laughs> he be on fucking Snapchat, you know, who you think he talking about? It's like, nigga, relax. <laughs> he was you feeling know? it. Yeah. He's feeling it. But it's like, that's, that's like probably the only song of that nature that I'll probably do. Cause like, mm. like, even though I be around that type of shit, I don't want to like project that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like when I go back home, like I'm not just, people think Connecticut is all like, you know, just like trees and nature and shit. Like, nah, like Connecticut is like fucking rough, yeah. you know? And like, when I go home, like I'm in the trenches with niggas, like mm-hmm. niggas selling crack as I'm sitting right next to them type right. shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm there in that, but you don't need to know that I'm there doing it. Because one, I don't want to put that out there. Two, I don't want to encourage them to keep doing that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and three is like, I'm just aware of like, you know, how people receive shit. Mm. And like, I already go by Ruga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Ruga, like the gun. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about no exactly, more Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So like, I just try to like, divert everything away from that. So I just try, you know, just things of value to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So what's number four? Alright, I'm gonna give it away. <laughs> I'm gonna give it away. Yes, I knew I could do it. It's a song called Show and Prove. Okay. You're not gonna find it though, because like that's such a fucking common term. Yeah, that's but, true. But like show and prove. I was myself, I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you. All right. You just can't, you can't, you can't, you know what I mean? Like that's a secret. All right. But um that one right there, that was like around the time when I figured out that I don't have to write. Mm. Like, like there was a time where I like I learned that, like, bro, like you're you can do this without having to like put it put it down on like a paper or whatever like you know so i did that song and just the flows i was using the melodies and shit it was like bro like shh. remember how i said like i can't it's not a, it's not a it, it doesn't go if i can't play it back like yep i, I went to sleep with that shit on repeat wow you know what i'm saying okay so uh and number five shopping chicken yeah shopping chicken I- we need like dates. Like, when is this coming? How I don't... soon? How soon? <laughs> Chopping chicken is hard because the beginning is like the turned up rap ruger, mm-hmm. and then it's transitioning to the dancehall. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I wasn't even yeah, expecting that. Yeah. So, what? Um, how soon can we expect it? Within the month? Within the next? Definitely month? first quarter. Okay. Definitely first quarter. Like right now, I'm I'm about like getting like the presentation right. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I used to uh, neglect in the past. Mm. So right now I want to like take time with that, but definitely like it's coming soon. Like every like the songs are mixed, they're ready to go. Got I'm actually uh doing like a promo shoot next week, like photos and whatnot. Nice. So like things are like moving, mm-hmm. but I'm just like pacing myself. Yeah, definitely, definitely first quarter. That's important. Know. Well, I'm so happy that you came back, and thanks y'all for tuning in. Um, tell them where they can find you again. The um, other place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You try to catch me slipping. Uh-huh. Um, Rude Boy Ruga everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, fucking. No, not Snapchat. Um, <laughs> SoundCloud. R-U-D-E-B-O-Y-R-U-G-E-R. You mm-hmm. know, everything spelled correctly. As in Rude Boy and Ruger. Yeah, that's it. And make sure you follow at Top 5 by Zoe. And follow me at Zoe underscore Veranda. Um, thank That's you so much for coming. That's a fire ass last name too, by the way. 
<laughs> it's my middle name. Um, my grandmother. It was my grandmother's name. Okay. But thank you. I appreciate mm. it. But I, I really appreciate you for pulling up. Thanks I, for having me. <laughs> for real, for real. We out.